Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited to dive into yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Kara. Welcome to the show, Kara. I'm so glad that you're here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about who Kara is. So I am a former attorney. I practice high stakes corporate litigation at one of the largest law firms in the Southeast. I graduated from Duke University School of Law, and I basically planned my whole life to be an attorney. But now I am an optimization coach and Kundalini yoga teacher. I love it. I love it. So we're going to get into the story of lawyer to Kundalini yoga. <laughs> That's a shift. That's a shift. But before we went live, we were talking a little bit about your numerology. And I am curious, what is something that stood out to you about what I shared with you? Well, let's see. I, I think with all of these things, you know, it's really like you just, I like to really sit with them and be with them. I, I think that there's so much, a lot of times, like more than what comes right away. Mm -hmm. um, but you did talk about like, you know, the arrow of frustration. And I think like, yeah, just the word frustration is something I really resonate with. Um, I feel like that has been, you know, something in my life that, because it's like, I've, I think that's such a good kind of word just because so much of my life is I feel like I've wanted something and I haven't mm -hmm. had it, but I haven't understood why. Mm -hmm. and so frustration was something that certainly is for like a part of my life. But um, I really love that you did that for me at the beginning because I really do like to l like let these things sink in mm -hmm. so I can really see you know, take a step back and see how that is really like how that's really playing out in my life. Yeah, I love it. Now she's just going to go around and see herself in her numerology and be like, oh, Cindy was right. I do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting it. how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing awareness to it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this lawyer to Kundalini instructor. Tell me more about what that shift was about. Yeah. So like I said at the beginning, I had planned and prepared pretty much my whole life to become an attorney. Mm -hmm. It was, um, I basically decided when I was in fifth grade that I wanted to become an attorney. And I was like walking around with like the Harvard Law sweatshirts on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I was, all the the when I was a kid too, but I never followed through. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I basically dedicated my my life to it. I um, it was like I made that decision when I was in fifth grade, 
And then I graduated highest honors in high school. And then I graduated summa cum laude in college. And I published as an undergraduate. And then I um, went on to Duke Law on a scholarship. And I published while I was there. And then I went on to work at one of the largest law firms in the Southeast. And so this really had been this like plan of mine since I was a child. And I dedicated really my life to it. It was always what was I was thinking I was doing and what I was going to be. And I was like planning and preparing. And, and so I did all the things Mm -hmm. and I got the job. I was making a lot of money. I was at this really prestigious firm. I'm doing this significant work. And the work I was doing, like I was a corporate litigator, but I also did a lot of pro bono work for victims of domestic violence. And I was eventually named head of that project. So it was like, I was doing this significant legal work, but I was also doing other work that really did have like, really would seem like meaningful. Mm -hmm. And I had like the charming house in the city and I had like the beautiful wardrobe and I had really like the respect of my colleagues. It was like I had everything. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to look at my life on paper, it would just be like, you have everything. And I had everything that I had worked for. I had everything that I thought I wanted. I had everything that I thought was going to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And so I have all of these things. And I'm deeply unhappy. Mm. And I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know what, like, why am I so unhappy? I have everything that I've ever worked for, everything that I want. I have everything that everyone told me was going to make me happy, right? I have it all. What you should have, right? <laughs> right. And so it's like, here I am, so unhappy and so confused. Mm-hmm. And it's like I blamed myself and I just kept like like something's wrong with me that I'm so unhappy. And I just kept trying to like make myself happy in the situation I was in. Like, no, I've worked my whole life for this. This is going to work out. You know, right. I'm going to be happy in this. I can feel the stubbornness of that. Like, yeah. no, I chose this. I'm going to be happy here. Yeah. And but I wasn't. And it was like nothing that I was trying was really moving the dial for me or making it, making me happy. And so I, you know, it was a confused state because it's like, why am I so unhappy? I should be happy. But at the same time, I was really unhappy. And so I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, something needs to change here. Mm -hmm. And the job is the biggest thing in my life. So I think it's the job that needs to change. And, you know, there was part of me that was like, it's high pressure. It's high stress. Like, yes, it's a really good job. But like, like it's high pressure. It's high stress. So, you know, maybe if that, maybe that's the problem. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I felt like, well, if I were to just go to a different job, it would be different places, different places, but I would feel the same. Mm-hmm. And so I did something that. I don't know if anybody has ever done at that firm was I, I left that job and I left it without a plan. I left it like I had a great resume. If I wanted to have another job lined up, I could have, but yeah, I left it and I left it without a plan. All I knew was like something in my life has to change. Like this can't be what life is. Like I, I Mm -hmm. don't want to keep feeling this way. Yeah. So you took a leap of faith. 
I did. <laughs> I did. It was not like I took it from this empowered, like I'm doing this and no, no, none of that. Like I was totally scared. I was totally felt totally confused. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I ended up embarking really on this journey. Um, I didn't see a lot of the things coming that, that, that happened when I left that job. So when I left that job, a couple things like happened. First was I realized my body is really not in a state of good health. Mm-hmm. And it's like when that stress went away, it was just like my body just – it's like I saw the state my body was really in when that mm-hmm. all that stress went away from that job. It's like I had been operating on adrenaline basically. And so right. it was like my body ached. I felt all the things. The other thing that happened that really surprised me was you'd think having done all the things that I had done, I could have some level of sense, like some sense of worth about myself. Mm-hmm. But it was like when that job went away, every shred of worth, every shred of value that I thought I had, it just went right with it. And so I, yeah. So I found myself in this state. And so I made the decision, I'm going to give everything I have to finding answers, all my time, all my energy, everything. I'm going to figure out, can I bring my body to a state of health? Can I have a different experience of life? Can I feel different? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I did that for a year and a half straight. Mm-hmm. Tried all these different programs, cleanse, like all everything, like cleanses, all like the things for different diets. I trained in a number of modalities. I became certified in them. And after a year and a half, I was in worse health and in a worse mental state than I was right. when I left my job. Yeah. yeah. So it was really one of the darkest moments of my life. And it was the time that I was like, okay, what I'm searching for does not exist. Mm. Like, this is what life is. And it's not that great. You know oh. what I mean? Like, we just, we go, we, we work, we sacrifice ourselves. We have moments of joy here and there. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's not the life I signed up for. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can feel that though. Just like that desperation of there's nothing left. Yeah. And um, so I had this like, okay, it's been a year and a half. Do I go back? Do I because I could have gone back. I could have, wasn't that far removed. I had this great resume. But there was this thing in me that was like, keep going. Mm. And so I did. And one day I turned on a Kundalini yoga class. Didn't know what Kundalini yoga was. I had done yoga for years, but had never done Kundalini yoga. Um, the class, quite frankly, seemed odd to me, the things we were doing. <laughs> and, <laughs> But after that class, I felt, I felt different. Mm. And so I kept taking classes. And the more I took classes, the better I felt. It was like the aches and pains in my body started to go away. I started to feel energized. I started to feel clear-minded. And so as I was getting these, these things were happening, I then went and trained in it not to teach it necessarily. I just wanted to know, like, what is this thing that is changing my life? And as I trained in it and I learned more about it, I started to understand, oh, this is why these things are changing my life. And 
what ended up happening was it was like the more I did Kundalini yoga, it was like the more clear minded I got, the more energized I felt, the more inspired that I felt. And it was like I was able to look back on, you know, all of that time when I was doing all these things and I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And then and I was able to see like, oh, Mm. here's why I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And then I was able to see like, okay, well, what if I did this? Then what would happen? And what if I did this? And what if I did this? And I started like doing all these different things and seeing the world in a different way. And then I really started to transform my life. And so I can really say that I have transformed like every part of my life. I, I look back and I almost feel like I'm, I've lived two separate lives. <laughs> right. It kind of sounds like it. Like yeah. when I heard lawyer to you know, Kundalini yoga instructor, I was like, oh, I got to hear this story. That's <laughs> <laughs> not something you see very often. I yeah. I mean, it. talk about having this like very distinct plan for my life. And then right. what I do now, because I, I teach Kundalini yoga, I'm also an optimization coach. I mean, I never talk about never seeing, like not seeing something coming. Right. I did not see this coming, I have to say. Yeah, I love that, though. It's like that just I'm going to take a leap of faith. I know I'm not happy. There's got to be something else. And just leaping into the unknown without a plan, having planned your whole life out. I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it. for sure. Okay. Plan. I planned everything. I had it all planned. And um, yeah, and now I'm doing something that I mean, I never saw. I mean, it's I'll, I'll say it has surprised and delighted me. It's been such a beautiful experience. Yeah, oh, I love it. That's actually one thing that I say to my clients all the time with, you know, working with universal law, unity consciousness that we the planning is a level of control of I want to control the outcome, right? And I can just hear in your story this trying to control everything. And then you were just like, no, planning doesn't make me happy. So let's just let go and see what happens. And now you're happy. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Good. So I am curious. Everyone has a different definition. And as always, I need to ask this question. What does unity consciousness mean to you? So, yeah, this is oh, this is such a good question. And I love that you're asking this. And I love that we're having this conversation. So I really believe that like, and like, it's like, we have these concepts about, especially in this experience, like about who we are and what we are. And they're, they're normally concepts that we're like these very like limited beings and we have this like deficiency and defectiveness to us. Almost like we came into this experience without knowing and we then have to learn everything. We have to be taught everything. And we came into this experience kind of as nothing and we have to then become something. Mm. Mm -hmm. And in truth, what I have found out is that, like we are not here to become something like we already are it like we Ooh. came into this experience with such great knowing, with mm -hmm. such great creativity, with such great love, with such great abundance that is who we are. It's like yeah. this is our fundamental nature. Yeah. Like this is who we are. And when we really tap into and know and understand that fundamental nature, 
it's like we understand like the love that we are. We understand and more than just understanding. And this is, you know, it's like we we can have these kind of conversations and kind of talk about things intellectually, but like that doesn't give us knowing. Like knowing comes from experience, which is why I love things like Kundalini Yoga, like which give you like an experience of who you are. You can really start to experience who you are. But when you really experience who you are and know who you are, like the the infinite love that you are, the creativity that you are, it's like you it's like you understand and know yourself as something. It's not, you're not just this limited being. It's yeah. like we really are all part of this beautiful connectedness. We're all part of infinite. There's like a divinity to all of us. Mm -hmm. And so when we really tap into who we are, I believe that like that's really where our understanding of how we really are all connected actually comes from. And so people might think it's the, like, I think some people might think it's the opposite. We really need to go out and understand other, like other, you know, kind of go outside of ourselves to understand kind of what unity is. And mm -hmm. I would say really tap, when you really tap into you and know you like that, it's within you. Yes. Oh my gosh, my whole body is just covered in goosebumps right now. I love that answer. <laughs> I, can, I can feel that deeply because, you know, we often, we look outside of ourselves for the answers, just like you had looked outside of yourself and took all the certifications and the modalities and you still weren't happy. And it was yeah. that moment of coming inward that you're like, oh, there I am, right? Yeah. 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 So much. Yeah, that. it's just so true. It's like, when I really focused on understanding me and knowing me and not thinking that these external things define me, like, like, listen, all these external things, they're wonderful. Yeah. I want people to be successful. I believe it's who you are, but there's a difference when you're like looking to those things to define who you are versus expressing who you are. And then those are like coming from that. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. I wish I could just shout that from the rooftops. <laughs> Oh, wait, I am Rebel Radio. <laughs> so another thing that we love to talk about here at Rebel Radio is this conversation around wealth. And I really want to know what your definition of wealth is from your story of understanding that the planning may not have been the answer. Yeah. So wealth, I, I so like I had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I made a lot of money. I did. I had a lot of money. And um I will tell you, I did not feel, I like, I think wealth and abundance are, I think we're probably using similar terms, but yeah. Yeah. I did not feel abundant and I did not have abundance. And I think if we're kind of using that in a similar term of wealth, like I didn't have that. It was like, I was making all this money, but it was like, I had, I was giving everything I had mm -hmm. to get that. And so it's like, I don't know, did I? come out on top? Did I break even? Did I even maybe lose? Right? Because like when you're sacrificing yourself and giving everything you have to get that money, like what, like what is that? That's not true abundance. I would say that's not true wealth. There's a, there's a difference. And I would say abundance and wealth include having money, certainly. Yeah. But it's also an experience of like, you know, when you're in a state of abundance, you're not giving of yourself to then get something. Like you're not depleting yourself to then get something. Yes. And in truth, when we are utilizing the gifts and talents and creativity that we hold, we put things out into the world. We get money back for sure. But the other thing that happens is we're actually energized by that. 
Mm-hmm. We ourselves are energized by it. It's like when you're in a state of living from like what I would say the truth of who you are is, you're putting this stuff out there, but you're actually energized by it. And on top of it, you're getting money, right? And on top of it, you feel good. On top of it, you're in states of joy. I would say that's abundance. That's wealth, not just money. Yes, absolutely. Wealth in all areas of your life. I love that. And I love that too. I mean, this is what we teach with the quantum expansion is a modality that we're using. And it's about creating the feeling state of it in your body first, and then circuiting that out into the universe. And then the universe just circuits it back, right? And you're creating it within you first. I think that's the most important thing to be aware of. It's not about resourcing it from out there because then you're depleting yourself. Yes, that's an excellent point. And we do have that ability within us. We have so much more depth to us, so much more vastness to to us, so much more power in us than is really conveyed to us. I would say generally we're looking at kind of collective consciousness, general messaging. Those things aren't conveyed to us, but you're right. It's so within us. Yes. Oh, love it so much. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you all day about this. (laughs) I wish this show was longer sometimes, but I want to thank you so much for being on the show today, for sharing your wisdom with us. And as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream up for the world? What I dream up for the world is that everybody comes to know who they are, like mm-hmm. the magnificence that they are, oh. the love that they are, because it's really, it's when you know that and you tap into that, like you benefit yourself, certainly but you also benefit the world. I mean, you want to talk about benefiting the world, like know who you are, tap into what you hold within. I mean, the power in that, that is immense. And also too, there's such tremendous like joy in that. Like you're like this unique work of art. Everyone is like this, this own unique work of art. Like there's only one of you. There will only ever be one of you. Like you're it right here, right now in this time, in this experience, the way it is right now. What a magnificent thing, like revel in it. It's such a magnificent thing. And like, you really can revel in yourself and just be so kind of in awe with yourself and this experience and what that gives to other people in the world too. I mean, that is immense. So, Oh, you make me want to cry. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Kara. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.